0: Knights of the Old Republic movie or TV show? Hmm. May the force. Force the force. Force force. Force the force will be with you. Always. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for all things Star Wars, gaming, TV shows and the movies and the combination of all of them into one great podcast. I oh. think it's pretty great. Yeah. And as usual, I'm joined by Sydney Laurel. How are you doing? I'm good. You ready? Hot. It is very hot in Colorado right now.
1: Yes, this is probably the hottest day of the year so far.
0: It's Yeah, we it got up to what, like 90-something? At least. Yep. So it's hot, but we're ready to talk Star Wars, and today we're going to be talking about Knights of the Old Republic remake and the possibility for a TV show or movie, so, as well as talking, as usual, the new episode of Obi-Wan after the break. But first, let's get started and kick off the KOTOR talk
1: just you reconsider playing that message for him
0: okay mike putnam hello mike from twitter asks and as always you can reach out to us at star wars uplink or at uplink podcast for any topics you'd like us to cover on the podcast and we'll definitely consider them for an episode sage and sydney what are your expectations for the upcoming kotor remake game and the idea of a trilogy of movies based in this era would love a podcast episode on these subjects. I'm a new listener, in case you already did. So we we haven't really gone over that specific idea around the KotOR remakes, but I think it's a good talking point. Yeah, KotOR, the uh, Knights of the Old Republic games are fantastic. Oh my gosh, they're so fun. They hold up really well to this day. Like I was, pl- I've been playing them on stream a couple months ago. I did like I, I probably have like nine hours into it or something yeah, like that.
1: You've been. <laughs> You could you could sink a lot of hours into those games.
0: What's so weird is I don't normally play those kinds of uh-huh. games. Like it's yeah. it's a turn-based MMO game, mm-hmm. and it's very it's not it's not MMO. No. It's a R, it, RPG, but it feels very MMO. Yeah, it definitely feels because MMO. of the RPG aspect of it. And yeah, and the even, turn-based.
1: Yeah, even just how it plays, it's just it feels very much like an MMO. Mm-hmm. So.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, it definitely feels like it. You have a team. That you can manage as well, so that adds to that experience to it as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Kotor. The story is really good. I prefer the story of the second one. Um I think the second one's just an altogether. Like they had so many ideas that they were playing with with the first one. And then it all culminates into a really good, like really well polished experience in the second one. Everything's like better. Um but again, I haven't played it in a while, at least the second one. But Kotor is so good. They're making, a, they're having a remake of the game that's exclusive to PS Five and PC. So uh, sadly, Xbox peeps won't be able to play. Uh, but thankfully, we do have a PlayStation.
1: Thankfully, and, we do. And a PC. And PCs. So plural.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, so that's good. Uh, we will be able to play it, but it does kind of suck for exclusivity. It does uh, yeah. kind of put a damper on things, especially for Star Wars. Star Wars is for everybody. It seemed like Star Wars is, has always been like more of a multi-platform kind of thing. But um, they're making it for the PS5. It's next-gen-only PC as well. It's going to be gorgeous. They're doing a uh, brand-new remake of it. So it is a from-the-ground-up remake. And from the reports, it's going to be a uh, combination of one and two is what I've heard. Uh Best Ben bulletin friend of the podcast uh was the the person that broke this big news. He released it on his podcast episode and uh everyone was like, "Oh my gosh." And we were talking we had him on the podcast to discuss it uh a few months ago. It's, it's so funny, too, because he was like, "Yeah, I from that experience, I learned to be a lot more uh a lot more careful on the podcast instead of like just dropping the gigantic bomb of there's a KOTOR remake in the works and he's heard a lot of stuff around it and uh he didn't have as like a full report it was a mention on the oh podcast I was like yeah i learned a lot through that experience he's got picked up everywhere like oh he blew goodness. like he was he was a pretty good leaker yeah beforehand pretty well known but like he became even more well known hmm. like everyone was covering the news hmm. so fascinating That's that's kind of the overarching story, but what what do we want to see in a KOTOR remake? Um, We've talked a lot about it. Um, I do hope that it makes Revan canon. I think that would be be the most exciting thing to me around a Mm. KOTOR remake, is the possibility of Revan entering canon legitimately in that sense. And if he does enter it there, could you imagine if that is actually Revan in Cal story jedi survivor mm-hmm. that would that be would amazing.
1: Be yeah that would be It'd be
0: so hyped ah! like could you imagine like that <laughs> character was giving me Revan vibes from mm-hmm. the beginning just the way he was standing the way he was using his weapon is like this looks very much like the, the the cinematics that they have around how he walks and holds the lightsaber
1: my only thing about i mean not to delve into um was it Star Wars Jedi, Jedi, Survivor. Jedi Survivor not to delve into that too much but uh, they seem too slender to be Revan he's a
0: pretty he's a pretty slender guy is he yeah
1: hmm. I don't know I picture him pretty beefy
0: he's got a lot of robes on mm. he's a roby guy yeah I think the other option would be Darth Maul. Just kind of follow the side tangent a little bit. I think the other option would that maybe Darth Maul, but yeah. it, that, it didn't mm. look like Darth Maul's lightsaber. No, it didn't look like how Darth Maul holds himself either, because mm-hmm. Darth Maul is that very like skilled sword fighter style. Like even after he went into madness and came back out, yeah. like he has a very like uh, just stiff, mm-hmm. stiff way of holding his lightsaber and holding himself. Like very, very like practiced. Yeah. And uh it didn't really seem like that.
1: No. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought that that would be death mall.
0: Mm-hmm. Could be. Could be. But it could be doing a bamboozle on us. Yeah. Back to Kotor yeah, though. though. <laughs> <laughs> now that we follow the Revan uh Revan Rabbit. Revan Rabbit? Revan Rabbit. Rabbit hole. There we go. Yeah. Um Kotor remake. What mm-hmm. do we really want to see? Uh, Again, obviously, want it to be canon, that would be really cool. I don't really care if it's not canon. Uh, That's not going to deter me from the experience. Honestly, they can do a lot more if it's not canon. But I think the reason that they're combining the two games would be to make them canon. Because there's parts and pieces that they could make. They could have the origins of Revan, as well as... uh, I mean, the whole thing around KOTOR is that decision-making aspect of it, if... You can either be a Jedi or a Sith, and you can f- you get mm-hmm. points towards your Jedi self or your dark side self <laughs> self and it just it's such a cool part of it, yeah, I think that's that's they better not
1: cut that out that that, that, that like,
0: needs to be in there. there needs to be an option to yeah. choose your own destiny mm-hmm. otherwise it's not kotor right. like that's the thing that makes kotor kotor yeah. honestly is this character that you get to decide where his fate lies. That's what BioWare specialized in. I mean, Mass Effect is one of those experiences where it's very similar where you have the decision to make your own character, and make your own journey, and I think that's key and core to the experience of KOTOR.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, as far as the storyline goes, I really don't have much to say because I really haven't played those games and I don't mm-hmm. I don't actually know. Yeah. Um but as far as what I've seen from you playing it, I really hope. I mean, they're not going to have as crappy of gameplay. I mean, it's not bad for what it was. It was yeah. not bad for the at least for they the did what one. they could. Yeah. Uh,
0: real time. I want real time action, not hmm. s- turn based. Yeah, yeah. Same. I think that's a key. That's going to be a key advancement and mm-hmm. evolution of co tours. Mm-hmm taking what they had, and maybe implementing aspects of it. Maybe there are certain things that you can't do in certain times just because it's charging up or whatever. Yeah. But I think the, the real evolution of that technology is having that more fluid combat. I think that's going to be super important, and I think that's just what we're going to be expecting. Something that I hope they don't do with the scope of it is they're going to go so hard into the graphical settings and just crank everything up to 10 that the world's smaller. That's what I. That's what I'm really scared of because the world feels so big in GoTo. Yeah. You have a lot more of a contained space just because of the technical limitations, but like that place is huge. Like it's way bigger than you think it is. Yeah. And You go to these different areas, these different levels. You unlock different things, and I think that's what's great too is that Metroidvania style almost. Mm-hmm. Like you go to this area, you talk to this person, you have a conversation, they send you on this mission. Through that mission, you earn XP, and then you may unlock different things.
1: It's so MMO. It's it is. So, it's so grindy. I don't know why you like this. I don't know why, why I like you it either. Why do you like this game?
0: <laughs> it's like the anti-sage game, yeah. but I love it. Oh,
1: I'm so confused. I think you it's, just had such a great time on it. It's there. a
0: classic game, too. Like, I'm, I'm a sucker for some classic games. And, yes, it came out in 2003, I think. But at this point, it's become classic gaming. <laughs>
1: I need to play this game so I can scratch my MMO itch. Yes. Because someone won't play MMOs with me, even Star Wars ones.
0: The controls are just way better in KOTOR than they are in SWOTOR. You cannot cannot deny that.
1: I don't know. I haven't actually physically played the game to know how the controls field. It
0: works like an actual game instead of like an MMO where MMOs. I'm very
1: have- confused with actual games, especially on PC because I'm I'm totally foreign to that. <laughs> like playing um, what was I don't when I started the um the robot game. No, no the Halo. No, but that too. Oh, so stressful. This guy's like Woo, doing all things. I'm like <laughs> I don't I don't know how to point my gun and shoot like I. <laughs> Yes,
0: you do. I do,
1: but it's very—it's a different experience than what I'm used to. So, but I was playing. It was a Star Wars one where with Force Unleashed. Yes, so I started Force Unleashed, and I'm just—I don't know how to run. The I don't controls know
0: in that run. are a little janky it, on PC.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It
0: was not very well done for PC. Okay, it finally well, that makes a it, better, the controls are so. better on the Wii than it <laughs> on, than on the PC, Oof. which is like.
1: That's saying something. How
0: is that even possible? Yeah, the think- we the the computer the PC port for Star Wars the fir- Force unleashed the first one for sure. I, I haven't played the second one yet. Stay tuned. We're gonna do a, probably a an all day stream for for that soon. Yep, it's gonna happen. <laughs> do an all day stream for that. But. The the files on Steam were missing for the audio, so it was cutting out mm. different sections and just really took away from the experience for me, because audio is just such a huge mm-hmm. part of it gaming, really for sure. And then it crashed a number of times, mm. but it's still, it's a great story, really fun, really enjoyable. Uh, you can watch me play through the whole thing on um, Star Wars Uplink Shorts, I think is where I played that. I think, yeah, I think that's where it was, so... If you want to see a full playthrough of that game, all in one go, as well as all the fun craziness that happened through that, it's on that channel. Yep. So make sure you check that out. Um,
1: anyway, Kotor. Yes. Honestly, I don't want to put this on it, but I I love the cinematic stuff that whenever anyone pumps out something cinematic i'm like i'm there mm-hmm. i want to see that like give it to me i don't care if it has nothing to do with the game i just want to see it and i just i really want to see a game that bleeds that in like you know like the that cut can, i i don't mind cutscenes, but like i just i want to feel like heavily on the story yeah. side of
0: things and that's what kotor i think specializes in is one you get to tell your own story but it has a clear path for you to follow mm-hmm. and a clear clear paths for you to make decisions on yeah so I think if they if this game's not cinematic, it's a failing and it's not going to succeed. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: It needs to be, yeah, cinematic. Yeah, like it can't not be. You mm-hmm. like, you don't go into a remake of of Kotor and be like, yeah, we're not gonna make it cinematic at all because like yeah. they have cutscenes in there. Obviously, mm. they're two thousand three cutscenes. Yeah, they're rough. They're they're pretty rough. <laughs> and then like it takes like it's a very interesting experience because you have like. It scales pretty well. Playing it on the Xbox Series S, it's it's really good with backwards compatibility. Hmm. And then you get to the cutscenes, you're like, oh gosh, this did not scale up. <laughs> not scaled, not scaled. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Yeah. But overall, like, Doors is a fantastic experience. And I think they need to, one, honor the story that they're telling and honor the past as well as, it. what it really needs to do is they need to have Something for new players who have never experienced Mm. it before. So they need kind of like, what are the key parts of KOTOR and what makes KOTOR KOTOR? But they also have to have those moments that people who have played the game, they need to have moments where you're like, man, this is exactly how I remember it being. Mm. That I think is incredibly important with the remake Mm. is you need to have those moments where you say, this is how I remember playing it when I played it and I was five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever age you were when you played it. Because we all think of, man, these are the best graphics ever. And then you go back and you're like, uh, ah, not too great. It needs to have that experience of like, no, this is how I remember it.
1: Mm. How I remember how, it
0: is not that.
1: How would you say that they'll achieve that?
0: I think they, won, they need to honor the experiences. I think, um, we talked about this a while ago yeah. when we talked about the like the controversy around the uh one of the writers for the game and um they didn't really specifically appreciate some aspects of the game but I think there's a lot of people on there that do so I think her experience of maybe like saying the, he, these are some of the failings of it will be good paired with like no these are some of the strengths of it I think if they can meet in the middle and push it forward in a unique way will be really great and I think the people that want that recreation experience can push back on certain areas like no this needs to be there Mm. I think if there's that balance between the new people working on it from like an outside perspective and the people that are really entrenched in that history around the game they can meet in the middle we're going to get a really unique experience that's a big if. That's a big if. That's a big if.
1: Yes. I don't know. I don't feel like we've been feeling a lot of balance in mm. the Star Wars.
0: I mean, the games we have. Yes. I think we've we've gotten some really strong story beats. Even like, Battlefront Two's campaign. I disa- I disagree with some of the decisions that they made. I love the writers, Walt Williams and Mitch Dyer. Like some of the best people in gaming. They're hilarious. They're a wonder to talk to. Incredibly intelligent. Um. But like some of the decisions that they made were a little bit safer just because of they were going into a space that this was the first campaign that hey they had done for Star Wars. This is um in terms of like Dice. Dice isn't really well known for their campaigns being incredibly strong. They did have like Battlefield One had a really strong campaign, and then people are really like Battlefield Fours as well. Mm-hmm. But they aren't like when you think of Dice, you don't think of like, man, storytelling and campaigns. And then this is the first experience for Disney and doing something like this and keeping it canon too mm-hmm. so they also had to work around that side of things too so they weren't necessarily um able to do everything that they needed or wanted to do so some aspects of the story I think mostly just how quickly Iden turns to the dark side or light side yeah light side yeah Goes from the they were hyping it up as like this first Dark Side story ever. Learned uh, the experience of this Inferno Squad from the other side. It's, it's like that lasted like twenty minutes, yeah. and then it's like, oh hey guys, screw the Dark Side, Yuck. let's kill some Stormtroopers. <laughs> um, let's
1: rebel. <laughs> yeah. So
0: I think that's just mostly um, the limitations of outside forces. Hmm. But even that's like incredibly great when you compare it to something like boba fett <laughs> or op1 which we'll talk about mm-hmm. later um <laughs> and then there, you've got fallen order you've got squadrons which is a really good campaign too like campaigns in star wars have been really good yeah. especially the single like the other experience that we have with a single player story based game which is fallen order yeah that sets the bar pretty high. Oh my
1: gosh, really high.
0: Yeah, so I think if it lives up to that level, if it's half of the quality in the story writing and the experience of Co- or of uh, Fallen Order, it's still going to be a really good game. Yeah. Hopefully it's twice the experience, but I think we'll we'll get a good, a good thing out of it if they honor that and they put in the time necessary for it.
1: I would imagine that they are going to shrink it. I think it's so, It's not going to yeah. feel as big.
0: It's... Yeah, I mean, that was my my that was my issue with uh, Lego Star Wars is mm-hmm. it's short. Yeah. It's like they had, it's a normal length Lego game from beginning to finish. When you're working with nine movies mm-hmm. and, and a huge galaxy, like they don't give the time necessary for most of it. And they don't really honor the... Like the the sandbox experience that the other games had, or yeah. the retellings of it, because it's like, oh, these they didn't even pick some of the best moments. It's like there's a uh, there's a drastic lack of, in, especially in the prequels for some reason, of like some really iconic scenes and moments. But hopefully, hopefully they make the right payoff, or at least if it's not long, give us give us card games to play and let us gamble. <laughs> if that's not in there. I'm not buying it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. out. <laughs> I mean, I will still get it, but I won't be happy about
1: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those side changes.
0: Like that's a huge part of yeah. it. Like I literally Just the quirky gambled things. Gambled in the game for like an yeah. hour.
1: Just the quirky things that you get to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's makes super it. important. Mm-hmm. What do you what would you think of a movie? Is he specifically I right. for he specifically asks for a trilogy of movies set in that era. Mm. I would love to see anything set in the Knights of the Old Republic era. Mm-hmm. That is such a unique time frame in Star Wars. You have just insanity on the Sith side. You have insanity on the Jedi side. You have like all of these huge things that are happening. These wars, the origins of the Jedi. All of these massive decisions that are being made. That could be really awesome. It
1: could be super intense. And,
0: and I think it it has the scale necessary to make it a successful movie mm-hmm. or movies. But I th- I don't think we're gonna see any more trilogies, honestly. Yeah. I, I think so. they're they're stepping away from trilogies and the long form content are going to be in the form of the TV shows.
1: And on that note, I'm good if they don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> Just stick to the games yeah. with this because Yeah. It's- if
0: it's a TV show, they they have not shown themselves very
1: Capable Capable just
0: yet. In telling a full, fleshed out, rich story Mm -hmm. with deep and complex characters in a unique way.
1: And in a, I don't want to say organic, but like in just a...
0: They had a, they stumbled upon a success with Mendo. Mm -hmm. And then they've tried to replicate that in every following show that they've had. You look at Obi-Wan with like, oh, hey, here's this child that you have to protect mm-hmm. and they're trying to replicate Grogu. Mm-hmm. And Tales of the Jedi. Again, they they're constantly obsessed with like, oh yeah, we're trying to replicate this. Like they're always trying to compare it to Grogu. Um and then in Boba Fett you have like the weirdness with the teenagers and trying to like help them out. It's like Okay. Like this is a really weird they're really they're trying to strange. replicate the same story beats that have worked so well, but the reason that those worked so well it was a new idea. Mm-hmm. They had like really unique story beats. They wanted to tell a, a fascinating story. And they have a
1: good character. Like they, they, do. they have decent. They have incredible characters. characters in there. There. <laughs> and they're period. actually doing something with them. Like, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You actually care about them, and they make you care about them, and they earned that care.
1: And there's texture to th- this yeah. whole thing. Like, <sighs> mm-hmm. but we're not there yet.
0: Not yet. <laughs> um actually we are oh are we let's switch gears take a break and let's talk about obi-wan because it it works out perfectly (laughs) start switching those gears this podcast is a production of uplink media group uplink is a podcast network dedicated to highlighting the love and experience of gaming and pop culture check out our other shows the battlefield show star wars uplink and the Forge: the halo infinite podcast as well as our youtube channels for even deeper dives into battlefield star wars and more youtube.com slash uplink podcast and starwarsuplink.com only different in your mind you must unlearn what Obi Wan Kenobi, episode four of six episodes. You know ah. when, um, when you think, "Oh, hey, the show only has six episodes. Everything's gonna be like super compact, and it's gonna be like boom, heavy hitter after heavy hitter after heavy hitter. You're not gonna have any filler episodes." Well, we had a filler episode,
1: and I feel like we've had th- at least three filler episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah. We had like, that was a 30 minute episode pretty much. Like if you take away the, the freaking recap, Mm -hmm. the Star Wars intro that goes on way too long. And then. Yeah.
1: It's good.
0: And then the actual credits themselves. Mm -hmm. Like it's like 30 minutes. Like why, why do we only have, we have only six episodes to work with these characters. Like this is going to be a once in a lifetime opportunity because you know, they're not going to pay you and McGregor to come back. No. Uh, And it seems like they they had a lot of uh, creative differences in the creation of the show. Mm. Uh, Apparently, it was supposed to be much longer. (laughs) It was supposed to be a much longer show, but they cut it back and they trimmed it and they rewrote it and they did a lot of things that took away from the actual original vision of the show. Why? Time constraints, I think, is what Mm. it ultimately came down to. Disney... Lucasfilm wanted the show out in a certain amount of time and to do that they needed to cut content they needed to do certain things and ultimately the story beats failed so before we jump into the spoiler things mm-hmm. this, this episode is just pure filler content it doesn't really progress the story very much we don't get a deeper look into any of the characters really and any chance that they had for deeper stories just wasn't really there. It didn't seem very natural.
1: Yeah, no. Um I don't know what to say about this one. <laughs> <laughs> it just it was it just feels like it was just another step just to get to yeah. wherever we're going to next.
0: And then it doesn't seem like they really know. No. Where that is. I mean,
1: ultimately, hopefully we're seeing a more confident Obi-Wan fight Mm -hmm. a big bad Darth Vader. I think that's what we're all leading up to.
0: This show should have been just called Reva with Obi-Wan. It's like, that's that's the ultimate. That is the true purpose of this show, is to introduce Reva for, this is the surprise, it's reported that she is going to get her own TV show
1: hmm No. <laughs>
0: Let's give one of the weakest and very surface level characters in this show their own TV show because that's going to be great.
1: Um I'm conflicted about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> either There's two directions you yeah, can go. Either we're actually gonna get a lot more depth and mm-hmm. we're actually gonna see some good acting and better hopefully script. And
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> but knowing all of the past experiences, that's not going to happen.
1: Uh, uh, uh,
0: uh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh man.
0: Uh-huh. I was talking with Dinko about this uh earlier today and I felt more connected to the Grand Inquisitor. Who
1: who you were like, I just can't I, even look at I him. I can't even look at him, <laughs> but
0: I feel more connected to him. And his actor brought more to the role mm-hmm. than Reva has in the more time that she's been in there. Uh-huh. Which is such a shame. And I was telling him, too, I was like, I had high hopes. I had high expectations. I wanted to root for her as a character. I wanted to see a strong female African-American lead mm-hmm. take this role and be given the respect as an actor to take it in a very unique direction and to give them the tools that they need to move something forward. But intro spoiler alert boom, spoiler section. We're talking about it now. Here we go. When you have a line that's literally like, I mean, it, they did this twice in a row. Mm-hmm. It's like,
1: which just like hit that hammer on the head again to be like,
0: it's like, oh, hey, I don't think people. Uh, people felt the freaking massive hammer we just smacked them in the face with time to do it again you have leia there who why is reva being like i don't talk to jedi sympathizers like dude she's 10 Mm -hmm. like how what are you even talking about like you're threatening a 10 year old she's like i I was trying to get more information out of her oh yeah i was like you before i i was lost i did this obviously hinting to the fact that she's the youngling at the beginning of the 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 series you know that one opening scene where you've got all the younglings running off after their master like she's definitely that one oh. kid yeah oh definitely that one kid
1: i'm rolling my eyes right now <laughs> okay
0: yeah and then we get the the same thing again it's like oh yeah i had a droid once too it's like
1: yeah it was like this repeated like I dude, I thought I was like, I'm just like like you. I'm just like you. I thought someone had
0: drugged me. I was like, am am I actually seeing this? It is the weakest writing. (laughs) It's almost to the level of Rise of Skywalker, honestly. But like, they aren't doing anything. Why? What? Let me let me continue. Uh, My Joby Harold, who is the writer of the main writer of the show wrote transformers rise of the beasts the horrible robin hood movie and the horrible king arthur movie why do you think that he would be a great choice to push forward the iconic character of obi-wan who made us all love the prequels and is the reason why the prequels are so popular today why transformers robin (laughs) hood and king arthur
1: Yeah, it just, it just hurts, man. Mm -hmm. It just hurts.
0: And it's such a shame, too. Like, Mm -hmm. they had so much opportunity. I don't care what direction they went to. They have all of the pieces here. I was thinking about this earlier of, like, a way to, like, just put an analogy to it. It's like you're given a Lego set. And you decided to, one, throw away the instructions to the Lego set. Throw away 75% of the pieces. And then... Build a trash can. <laughs> That's what they did. So they had all of these very unique pieces. They have all of these strong characters. They've got freaking Darth Vader in it. Mm-hmm. They've got freaking Grand Inquisitor in it. They've got all of the Inquisitors in it. They've got Leia in it. Which honestly I love Leia. She's fantastic. I love her and
1: in- She's honestly carrying the show as much as you uh, mm-hmm. and McGregor. Is. In this They're episode- both like holding it together. But also, but when they come together, it's weird. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. What you, you have
0: all of these strong pieces. You have incredible set pieces. You have great planets. And then you throw all of that out the window and decide to tell a terrible story that is not fleshed out. You don't have good story beats. Like in this episode, you have like Obi-Wan's trying to use the force and it's not working on this tiny little comm. And then the point where the glass breaks. and. Yeah. Oh, magically, his powers have come back, and he didn't even, one, struggle, one, fight any internal demons to get there. He had no flashbacks or any development. He's just like, okay, we need force powers. I got force powers now. I am
1: needed. I am here. It's like it's like you set up these moments
0: to go through and have these character beats and character growth moments where he can overcome some of the blocks in his past. I mean, just look at uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Cal is in a similar boat. He's cut off a bunch of his connection to the force. He has to relearn a lot of the powers that he lost and learned. So he has to go back into himself and un- like unblock his abilities. Yeah. We don't get any of that here. No. Huh? I think it, that's the that story fails sense. for that. Like mm-hmm. they set up a perfect growth moment, and then they're like, "Nah, fam, this is just how it is." Yeah. Also, that whole scene just dumb. Like that CGI is awful.
1: Yeah. First of all make you create an entire fortress that is mostly underwater and one blaster hit can crack the glass and mm-hmm. make everything crumble. Yeah. This is Star Wars we're talking about. This isn't like real world. This is like advanced. Yeah. You have would no
0: think, like backup plan if yeah. it broke.
1: Oh we can just seal it off. What? Mm-hmm. At least have a droid there who, like, can detect these things and comes and, like, stabilizes things. Or you don't have, like, a shield or, on the know. outside of the yeah.
0: glass to hold the water back.
1: Oh, which also brings us to the <laughs> the meeting where they're like, Obi-Wan's like, I don't see any shields on this fortress. And everyone's just like, well, no one would be stupid enough to <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. The uh, stronghold of the Inquisitors, uh-huh. they're definitely not going to have a shield on there.
1: I'm just saying. For how many times in the Clone Wars, um, they just busted into places? You think Vader would at least know something about how yeah. stupid these rebels are? <laughs> uh. Yeah,
0: I, do, I don't. Like they're making all these stupid mistakes, and they're like, "No, you, you, you guys are just, you don't get it." Like, don't come at us with not ha- telling a great story. It's definitely you not understanding our. Brilliance and t- storytelling.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, you could argue that it's just the arrogance of the dark side or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I like to think that there are some sensible people in here. Yeah. Like, <sighs> I don't
0: like, seriously, know. people, come on.
1: Mm-mm. If you got like people like Thrawn on your side, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're a little more prepared.
0: Mm-hmm. Seriously, huh. should be at least more prepared.
1: And do we even need to talk about? Their escape scene.
0: Oh yeah, hiding in the freaking trench coat.
1: Yeah. What? I mean, I'm glad they actually caught them. If they did, I don't know what. I don't know what that was. It was just a.
0: Also, why was I see you? Why was Reva so like? <laughs> You're
1: lying to me. <laughs> yeah, she's really emotional. She about didn't the whole do it,
0: like there was, she was no. literally just
1: standing there. It's like they had their guns all pointed. It's like okay this is taking a bit too long
0: no i mean the late the lady uh imperial officer imperial officer I'm using oh, quotation marks here. Yeah. you're lying
1: to me oh, it's like
0: yeah. how do you know any of this information
1: <laughs>
0: how i love
1: a good liar but also you're lying but are you lying i'll find out like what <laughs> what was that interaction i don't know mm-hmm. that was so weird
0: yeah it like gets close to getting to the point where I'm just gonna write off the TV shows. Uh-huh. It's Like I'm not even gonna take one, take them seriously, or even like expect any great storytelling, which is like, which is very disappointing. Because mm-hmm. like Mandalorian's great. The first season yeah. of Mandalorian is incredible. Mm-hmm. And then they realize, oh hey, well, oh my gosh, we did something great. Yeah. Time to ruin it.
1: Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, mm-hmm. ooh. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. It. Mm, it's been. Ooh. I don't. I don't know mm-hmm. how much more I can say about this, but it's yeah.
0: And like we're getting to the point where we're beyond the point of like, oh, we'll we'll give the rest of the episode a chance. We are, we're two thirds of the way in. We only have two, two episodes, episodes left. This episode should have set up the finale. Mm-hmm. It did not do that. No, they have a tracker on the ship now.
1: Ooh, which oh okay. I guess this entire episode was just me being like. Just it it was so Star Wars, but not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like it was so like we have seen this a hundred times. Give us something new. Like yeah. why must we keep doing this?
0: Also, where the heck was Vader? Like why why did Vader just like pop up in the end when he after yeah. Obi Wan escapes and then is like I'm gonna kill you. I put a tracker. I'm- it's like, seriously, mm-hmm. we're playing the tracker game again? Yeah. How unoriginal is it to <laughs> like whole, sneak a tracker oh, on them? The
1: whole thing, the whole episode, it was back this to tank. This is worse
0: than an AI.
1: No, no, it was back to tank. Then it was little meeting of rebels. Mm-hmm. No, we're not doing it. Yes, we're doing it anyway. Oh, don't even then get it, me started
0: on that idiot. Was- oh, yeah, I'm not doing it. No way. <laughs> Obi-Wan says, you don't, underst- you don't understand the power of the empire.
1: That's pretty good.
0: And then he's like, the dude turns around and it's like, oh, he's definitely going to be like, no, I know the power of the empire and I'm definitely not doing it. And he tells this sob story and there's no logical reason for them to help them after what he says. <laughs> yeah, my wife was a was one of you. And Inquisitor's founder. Yeah, I'll help you.
1: <laughs> what? Wow, those are some great, like, I don't know what Obi-Wan was doing, but that was some great mind-tricking to get him to help yeah. out. Anyway, so we have that moment. Mm-hmm. And then we have the break into the big bad place. Uh-huh. And then we have the rescue mission, obviously. And we, even in all, it was all just so cliche, the hiding, the doing little force thing, the, the stuff that we have all seen before, mm-hmm. the interrogation was bad. There but was, it was no new. interrogation. No, it wasn't. It was, I'm trying to relate to you, but I'm mean, but I'm trying to relate to you, but I'm also big and scary. And I've done
0: like, everything that you ever could do. Uh, oh yeah, you like lollipops? I like lollipops, but it got taken away from me. I actually never said I liked lollipops.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then it was the, well, it was the getting out, getting out of jail, and then it was this weird, like, confrontation, and, uh, uh-huh. and, then, and then the And then, oh, there's a escape. situation
0: that they cannot get out of. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, look, it's the rebellion.
1: Two ships come. Two ships. And, and then one of them dies,
0: and they're, like, super sad about yeah, it. It's like, it's like, we had no emotional connection. You did not mm-hmm. make us care.
1: Mm-hmm. Honestly, None of the
0: characters had emotional interactions with any no. of them.
1: I freaking wish that the one uh, spy lady stayed. Like, went, mm-hmm. I wish they captured that her. That would have been insta- very And it would have been much more like, oh, whoa. Man. Yeah. Something happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> It would feel at least like... Ah, have BB-8
0: randomly show up in a freaking a t s t That would have been more in- exciting yeah. and understandable. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) it's so bad (sighs) Mm -hmm. I don't understand why they have just tripped over themselves so hardcore with this character Mm -hmm. like they took every decision made the wrong one Mm -hmm. and then doubled down on that decision and made it worse
1: once again they're falling into the trap of naming a show Mm-hmm. The character, and yet we don't get the character, you know? Yeah. like we It's Boba Fett get all gr- over again. Yeah, exactly. At least we see Obi-Wan in every episode. Mm-hmm. That's a bonus. Yeah. But that's... But
0: the main reason for freaking <gasps> Boba Fett to be in there is just to expand Mando. Mm-hmm. It's not... Like, when you see an iconic character in any of the shows it's not for that character, it's to introduce another character that they want to have a spinoff TV show yeah. on, and they don't yeah. feel like they can have, like they can't just be like, oh hey, we're gonna re- give this new Inquisitor their own TV show. It's like, no, we have to have Reva take over the spotlight from this Obi-Wan show, not really tell Obi-Wan's story, mm-hmm. and then.
1: Or his emotions, or what he's going through. hmm Yeah. <sighs> oh, it makes me mad. Uh-huh. It's like, I'm not here for re- Reva okay
0: <laughs> i'm here for obi-wan yeah give me obi-wan
1: give me his story i don't want I, I
0: don't care that reva's in there no make it to where we're seeing only obi-wan side of things and we're seeing his percep- perception mm-hmm. of reva mm-hmm. in the background doing these things yeah. we don't need to see her she'd be much more impactful of a character if you see what she's been doing versus her actually doing the. Th- actually she doesn't actually do them she just talks about doing the things and then they happen
1: yeah yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I honestly, I wish they hadn't tried to go so action packed. Mm-hmm. Like, I really just want an emotional story. Yeah. Of Obi-Wan coming through this really dark time mm-hmm. to regaining his, who he is and redefining himself. Yeah. As Ben. Mm-hmm. Like. Ugh. Yeah. It's so Disney. It's so Disney. It is. Sadly. It's so like, look, another action Except figure that we ways. can have. Like it's just so oh. Yeah. It's crushing my soul.
0: It's it's very sad. <sighs> it's sad to see such an, an iconic character get misconstrued and just taken Cheapened. away. They're yeah. just
1: cheapening mm-hmm. by just
0: They aren't they aren't putting in any effort to tell Obi Wan's story. Or even tell a good story. Mm -hmm. It's just to, let's put another pawn Mm -hmm. on the board. Let's move it forward. And uh, that's it.
1: It feels very commercial and so unhuman. It's
0: more like, oh, hey, people are asking about an Obi-Wan show. Do we really want to do an Obi-Wan show? No, we don't want to do an Obi-Wan show. We're just going to disrespect the character, disrespect all of the history. Not like... I don't care about any of the canon side of things. They can make sense that Obi-Wan fought Vader. They can make sense that Leia's there. I don't really care about that canon side of things. I just care about them telling a good story and they're just so uninterested in telling Obi-Wan's story Mm -hmm. and it's like a side mission that they have to do instead of something that they want to do in a way that actually tells something unique and iconic. Which is sad.
1: Yeah. It's really, really sad. Mm -hmm. It's kind of dark days. Dark days of (laughs) we're getting so much and yet it's bad. It's not good.
0: Mm -hmm. I'd rather have like one show every two years than five shows a year, but they're all crappy. And maybe if you put them all together, they equal half a good show.
1: Mm -hmm. The only show I'm looking somewhat forward to is Mormando. Yeah. Because they did something good. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. And they have characters that they are legitimately like passionate about. They
0: understand the character, mm-hmm. they know where the character wants to go. They're putting in these side pieces, really, but they are supporting Mando as a character instead of taking away, which mm-hmm. is good.
1: Yeah, because it's something totally new.
0: Mm-hmm. But we'll see how it happens in season three, because uh, as we've seen so far, just because they've done it in the past, it does not mean they're going to do it again. Mm-hmm. So sad We'd love to hear your thoughts on uh obi-wan and kotor remake mm-hmm. and your ideas around something set in that universe or that time period love to hear your thoughts and if you do have a topic you'd like us to cover reach out on twitter at star wars uplink or at uplink podcast or contact uplinkpodcast.com and we'll cover it on the show as always thank you so much for listening we would greatly appreciate your feedback as well as leaving us a review it helps us out a ton seriously If you have the availability to leave a review on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, it helps us out a ton and we love reading them. So this is like genuinely from the bottom of my heart would love to see some new reviews there. It it makes my heart happy. Mm -hmm. But as always, thank you once again for listening and may the force be with you always.